What is up, everybody? I am Kelsey Lowe, and you are listening to Joyfully You Podcast. This episode is very impromptu. It literally stemmed because of a text message I got this morning from a relationship I had in the past. And looking back, it was the most like Jerry Springer, chaotic, but in enlightening and empowering and disempowering and then empowering again, all over again. So maybe some of you have had relationships like I'm describing. Um, and I want to walk you through kind of what happened and things that I learned through it and tools that we can take from it when you find yourself in a toxic relationship or you find yourself with someone who is manipulating your feelings. And so a lot of what we're going to cover is um, avoiding conflict and the the silver, not the silver lining, but the fine line between avoiding conflict and walking away from things that are not serving you. Okay, so let's let's do a little flashback. 2015, I went to Croatia to go teach and and I, I'm sorry, not to go teach. I went to Croatia to go work at a bar and it was like a rooftop champagne bar called 50 Havar and it was incredible. It was the coolest thing ever. And the way I even got that opportunity was from a guy that I was dating and seeing in Guatemala. And this guy was like total Australian, crazy drunk, really. He was just like Mr. Fun, but in a way that was like really destructive and almost disturbing. And for some reason, I was attracted to him. (laughs) And that was a manifestation of how I treated and believed and loved myself. And so that was 2015. When I was living in Guatemala, I was like, drinking every single day, smoking so many cigarettes every single day. I was teaching English and I had like a little party girl lifestyle because I would teach in the morning I'd teach in the afternoon. I'd have a vodka orange juice in the middle of the day and I'd have three more in the evening. Like I was not taking care of myself in the, in the slightest. And that was a reflection of my own self-love that I had for myself. Um, So I'm recording this here in San Diego. So you guys might hear some airplanes coming over because I am right underneath the flight path in San Diego. So let's just go with the flow. I don't want to stop it each time because you guys know I don't like editing my videos. I like to just keep going or my videos, my my audio tracks or whatever. So, okay, let me get laser focus here. So we met. I went from Guatemala to Croatia to go work with him and he gave me he he connected me to a really awesome opportunity connected me to a lot of different people that I am still friends with to this day but the thing is this guy would complain over and over about all the shit that wasn't going right so we were living together uh working together partying together sleeping together and this guy was the epitome of like Mr. Blame. He could blame anyone and everything. He could blame a crack on the ground for being the reason he's having a bad day. Like anything you can find to blame, he would find it. And you better bet your bottom dollar he was never responsible for any of it. Everything was always other people's fault. And my personality style is like, oh, there's a problem? Let's fix it. Let's get rid of it. And for him, he's like, no, there's a problem. Let's just sit in it. I want to sit in my shit and focus on the problem. So one thing led to another and I was like, I can't do this. I can't date this guy. This guy's like such like a, an asshole. And it wasn't, it didn't feel right because it wasn't aligned with my true values. Being a reflection of him was not aligned with my true values. And we were working together one night and he wanted me to present these shots called like something totally like it was, I don't even remember. It was something like, like something 
totally sexist, like bloody pussy or it was something like gross where I was like, ew, I'm not because it was like these bright red free shots. And it was a probably 30 Finnish guys all from Finland. And I was like, I'm not doing that. No, I was like, I quit. I'm not going to let you yell at me and make me do stuff. And I was like, I quit and we're done. I don't want to date you anymore. And so I instantly was like my whole body, like physically, like started to change in that exact moment because I instantly was feeling liberated and free. And I was like, okay, I'm done. I am, I don't have to do this. And it, it was like the last couple of days of working there anyway. So I was like, I'm, I'm done walked away and we were still, I was still living in the apartment because there was a couple people that we all worked together and that's kind of how it works when you're traveling and working in exchange for your accommodation, in exchange for your food, in exchange for um, maybe a stipend. It's not a traditional job when you're going to other countries when you're not a citizen. So I, the, and, and I was I was in Havar, Croatia. So keep in mind, this is like where all of the Yacht Week stops are. Everyone's in white. Everyone's partying. It is so glamorous. And so that night, I was like, I'm free. I'm done. I am empowered. I'm over this relationship. And I uh, met like these really cute Swedish guys. And so I was on a boat going to an island where there's a nightclub, like, come on, if there's a boat and a nightclub and it, like the first boat doesn't even start till 1230 in the morning. So you could just keep in mind how long of a night this was set up to be. And I was on the, <laughs> I'm like, why am I setting myself up to tell this story? I was sitting on the Swedish guy's lap, like super tall and I'm making out with him just like so free and like didn't give a shit. Well, I didn't know that that ex-boyfriend that I just broke up with hours before was on the shore watching me on this boat. So me and my friend get home around 4.30 in the morning and I pull up and I just see like this other roommate just bawling and crying and I'm like, what happened? Did you get attacked? She's all, all your stuff is outside. And I go and Nick has thrown all of my stuff onto the street. (laughs) And, oh shit, I said his name, whatever. All my stuff was on the street. And it led to one thing after another to where I was like, you know what, I am not going to have this discussion because he wants me to fight for this and makes me, he wants to get an arousal out of me. He wants to get me pissed off. So what I ended up doing was packing up my stuff. There was a Syrian group of guys that was upstairs and they're like, hey, we heard what's going on. Like, do you need a couch? Like, we have a spare couch. Like, I promise we're not creepy. And, you know, those are those instinctual moments where you're like, okay, does this feel right? Does it not? And they were genuinely trying to help out genuinely trying to be like a kind Samaritan in the situation where they can tell, okay, she doesn't have a place to stay because she just got kicked out. Um, so I ended up staying on the couch. Uh, the next morning I, I ended up sharing an apartment with a couple other people that I met. And then I met a group of people from England that I ended up traveling with for three weeks. And all of this led up to throughout all of this, I'm getting messages from this guy saying, I can't believe you let me break up with you. I can't believe that you would do this to me and go cheat on me with other people and make out with other people. I can't believe you would do this to me. I can't believe you would make me feel this way. And those are psychological bullshit games. No one can make you feel a certain way. And all of the things I was doing was for my own personal freedom, my own personal desires. It was not meant to be... um, like this aggressive attack on anybody. And that was the only way that he would interpret it. And so for you guys, if you find yourself putting up with bullshit out of fear of being alone or hurt, ask yourself this. If I was my best friend, what advice would I give them? 
and then exit stage right. Exit. For me, I, I could try to negotiate with this guy all that I wanted, but it was not going to go anywhere because neither of us at the time had enough self-love to make a decision of like, oh, this isn't working. We were both putting up with such bullshit because we both didn't know how to love ourselves, And so we were operating out of this fear, this fear of, well, what if I don't find someone else? And, it, it, and it's, that's probably the only reason we stayed dating for a month. I know it was only one month. We were friends in Guatemala for a long time, but he was such this enlightening lesson for me because he would get so mean and nasty, like sending me pictures of him and his ex-girlfriend and like all this stuff where it was like antagonizing, not for any specific point, but just to like put salt in the wound. And so it's like choosing suffering instead of choosing self-love. And so eventually I had to just block him and like ignore all of that. And there comes a point when you're allowed, there comes a point when you have to stand up for yourself or you have to block them. And sometimes you got to do both. But whatever you do, do not accommodate to someone else's suffering as if it is your problem. You are not responsible for other people. Other people are not, okay, we got another airplane coming in. Hold tight. (laughs) You're not responsible for anyone but yourself. And if it's other people who are putting that responsibility on you, you're allowed to stand up for yourself without being a jerk. And the way the way you can do that is you can simply ask, what is it that you're trying to achieve here? Because if someone is just being passive aggressive or being outright aggressive, ask them, what is it that you are trying to achieve? Or what is it that you want to achieve in this discussion? What is your end goal that you're hoping for and looking for? And most of the time, they probably won't have an answer. Because if they're just trying to be mean and just trying to get an arousal or just trying to um, pull something out of you or just trying to bring you back into making you feel so bad that you will get back with them and give some type of love or affection, that is manipulative. That is so manipulative. So if you're getting that done to you or if you're the one doing that to other people, recenter with yourself. Because if you don't make the decision, the no bullshit decision to recenter yourself into your beliefs and your morals and your values, you're going to stay stuck in this abusive cycle, this abusive loop. And this is not just abuse from other people. This is you letting yourself become abused meaning you're you're staying with these relationships that you know are really bad or you're continuing to give all of yourself to someone when you're not getting anything in return and deep down you know you deserve better and so if you're having those moments where deep down you know this is not okay but you're afraid that you're not going to be able to get love from anywhere else oh my gosh you will you will find love from someone else the moment you start loving yourself That's been my whole journey. That's been my biggest aha moment was all of the things that I was searching for in other people, that deep connection, that love, that intimacy, um, that, that feeling of belonging, the feeling of being wanted. I had to create that within myself. And the moment I did, all of a sudden standards, boundaries, all these other things just naturally fell into place because I loved myself. And because I continue to honor myself and love myself, that it almost creates this automatic love and appreciation from other people because they notice that, oh, this person sets the standard for how they're going to treat themselves. Okay, sorry, another airplane. And it's gone. 
when you allow other people to treat you a certain way, it's a reflection of how you are treating yourself. So think of it as like a threshold of when you start to love yourself and treat yourself better, you're raising that standard of what you are allowing acceptable from other people. And when your standard of self-love is really high, your standard of love that you receive from other people is really high because it's almost like this barrier of like no bullshit gets put up. So I want to transition a little bit into conflict avoidance because it is really, really easy to avoid conflict in hopes of maintaining the peace. And oftentimes what happens is there becomes like a volcano effect, right? Where there's been so much conflict that's been avoided, so many things that haven't been said, and it just keeps boiling and boiling. And then there's an explosion. And then at the end, there's finally everything comes out, everything is on the table. And so when you find yourself in a situation where you get that burning gut feeling to say something, to speak your mind, but you don't want to disrupt the peace, I'm going to give you clear instructions on how to handle that situation. The very first step is asking permission. This is very simple. It's just a question. Hey, can I be real with you for a second? Or hey, can I be honest with you about something? That's how simple it can be. And so you have to ask permission because what you're doing is you're setting that other person up to listen because now their ears, their focus is all on you because you've just set the stage that you have something important to say. And that first step is also for you because I used to be the queen of avoiding conflict because I only wanted to do what felt good. And remember, when we're growing, it doesn't feel comfortable. So it doesn't feel good. So for all of you feelers out there, just know that level of discomfort and that initial question of asking permission is for yourself to, to set yourself up, to take a deep breath and say, okay, I'm going to say what I actually feel. And the second step is reframing the things that you don't like. So for example, we want to avoid saying you always or you never, because those are words that are trigger words that are instantly going to get the other person upset and defensive, because most likely it's not true that they always do something or they never do something. So what you're going to say, a formula is when you do this, I feel like this. For example, um, when you don't text me back, I feel unimportant. It's something as simple as that, where it's something that can really, really bother us, but we convince ourselves that it's not important enough to bring up. But guess what? It is. If it's bothering you, you have the right and you are empowered enough to speak your mind. So when you do this, I feel this. No one can argue with how you feel. So if you have something that needs to be said, say it, share it. Release any fears that you're going to be rejected. Release any fears that the relationship's just going to end and they're going to call you an asshole and everything's going to blow up. That's not going to happen. If you are honest, vulnerable, transparent, I mean, come on. Those things are incredible. And no one wants to hurt someone's feelings on purpose unless you are a manipulative person. And so bringing it back to Australian man in Croatia, he was so in a search. Like, how do I say this? He was like an investigator to find everything that everyone is doing wrong to him. He was in this reaction of living life that everything is against me. It's me against the world. Everyone's out to hurt me. I can't believe that you would make me feel this way. And these are such disempowering statements. If you find yourself saying, he makes me feel this way, she makes me feel this way. No, I'm sorry, but you are actually, 
I'm not sorry. Sorry, I'm not sorry. You're choosing that. You are deciding to feel that way. Maybe they made you feel like that in the moment and they elicited those feelings that were brought up, but you are continuing you are continuing to choose those feelings by not changing your perspective. Being positive and it discovering self-love is not about changing your circumstances. It's about changing the way you see your circumstances. It's totally different. It's changing the perspective. It's changing the lens in which you look through. Because when you're seeing everything as, I can't believe that this has all happened to me. I, sh- I don't deserve this. Okay, well, if you don't deserve it, what do you deserve? And start treating yourself with that level of respect. Because when you respect yourself, so does everybody else. I'm not kidding. It is incredible what happens when you focus internally and focus on yourself. I've seen so many different things unfold and certain things that used to really, really affect you will start to no longer affect you because your focus is inward. And so a big step in this process is being able to look at your past and be at peace with it. There's going to be things in our past, like we all have them. I've had things in my past where it took me a really long time to forgive myself over because I had a lot of regret, I had a lot of shame, and I was constantly punishing myself because I didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel like I deserved it. I'm like, well, I'm a piece of shit. I did this, this, and this. And the truth is, it's not that I was being a piece of shit. It's the fact that I was human and I made a decision and I had to learn from it. So I choose to hold on to what I learned from that as the positive outcome that I learned something. I was able to grow from that and I made a mistake and I'm going to stand next to it as something that I'm going to grow from and love myself through. Okay. I know it sounds like a jet, but it's going to go away in just a second. Hashtag San Diego airport right next to it right now. Um, And so when you can forgive yourself, you won't allow yourself to stay in these toxic relationships because you will know you don't deserve that. That's what happens so often is we punish ourselves and we stay in these horrible relationships because we feel like we deserve it because of past shit that probably has nothing to do with that person that you're letting abuse you. Or maybe it's you abusing you. You are so worthy of all of the great things in life. Start to heal those relationships. And healing those relationships don't necessarily involve the other person. This is an internal game. This is an internal process of forgiving healing, letting go, and moving on. And a huge step in that forgiveness process is being able to say how you actually feel out loud. Maybe this is to that person. Maybe there's something that you need to bring up. Maybe you need a journal about it, but you have to get it out of your body, get it out of your system, and actually formulate some words about it. And uh, forgive yourself. Come on, go easy on yourself. You're allowed to, instead. It's not, it's not going easy on yourself because you're blaming other people. Take full 100% no bullshit responsibility that everything in your life is because of your beliefs and your actions that have manifested into your reality right now. And if there's things about it you don't like, take deliberate action to change it or walk away. It's always your choice and it is always your responsibility because you you have the power of the perspective of everything happens for you or everything happens to you. It's the empowered perspective or it's the victim perspective. Both options are always available to you. You're going to live and survive no matter which one you choose. It's just a matter of living and surviving with more satisfaction because both of those are kind of different, surviving versus actively living. So you choose. It's your decision. 
So just to bring it full circle of the conversation from earlier in this episode about the Australian guy from Australia and getting kicked out of the apartment and him saying all these mean, nasty things and how I make him feel a certain way and how I've made this problem and how I make him feel unworthy. You don't make anyone feel anything the same way that no one can make you feel a certain way. These are all choices. These are all decisions. And looking back in that situation, that was the best case scenario. Believe it or not, getting breaking up with this guy, getting kicked out four in the morning with my, my backpack forced me to then meet new people, travel to new places, get more in touch with who I actually want to be instead of who I was turning into in order to receive love. You know, I was searching so hard for acceptance and love that I was putting up with bullshit in order to get it. So ah, take a deep breath. Everything happens as it's supposed to, and everything happens for you, not to you. So if something is feeling really awkward and really difficult and really um, challenging, that means that you are growing and shifting and evolving into a stronger version of yourself. There's my favorite stories about lobsters and how lobsters grow. If you ser- if you Google search Rabbi Lobster, it'll come up right away. Um, it's just like a, a two minute video, and it talks about if lobsters or, or how lobsters grow and how they grow is they're this soft, squishy animal that's inside of a rigid shell, and as they grow they get really confined and really uncomfortable and they're squished up against this hard, rigid shell. And what they do is they go under a shell, under a rock, they cast off their shell, they have to be vulnerable, and then they wait for that new shell to grow and then they're comfortable again. And eventually that shell becomes too small and confining because the lobster keeps growing, goes under a rock, casts off its shell, and grows another one. And the stimulus for the lobster to grow is it feeling uncomfortable. And so if you find yourself feeling uncomfortable, and that things are becoming difficult, know that you're growing, know that maybe you are casting off a new shell and you are growing a new one, and always be flexible. Be committed to the things that you want, but not attached to how you get them. And you're allowed to use your, okay, now I'm just going on a total tangent, so I'm just gonna bring it full circle. Um, Step one of avoiding conflict, step one of how not to avoid conflict (laughs) is, asking permission. And step two is not using trigger words like always or never, but instead saying, when you do this, I feel this. And being solution oriented with your conversations, not trying to reignite the problem. Oh gosh, this is a loud one. Not trying to reignite the problem, but being able to find and create a solution. If you actually don't want to be with the person that you're trying to resolve conflict with, then there really isn't a point and you need to walk away. You need to end that relationship and walk away. But if you truly see a future with that person, whether it be platonic or romantic, follow those steps, ask permission, lay out how you feel. And then when you get responses, genuinely and and, and attentively listen. Your biggest strength as a leader is your ability and skills of listening. So wherever you are in your life right now, if you're feeling uncomfortable, you're growing. And if you have a a calling or an instinctual moment to have a difficult conversation, go for it. Ask permission. Set yourself up. 
and speak from a place of love, not from a place of fear. Because a place of love is is the belief that you know everything is enough, everything is working out, everything is in your favor. But the feelings of fear and, and coming from that place of fear is believing that you are not enough and that there is not enough and that there's a lot of lack and that things aren't working out and that everything is happening to you and and coming from a place of love is believing everything is happening for you. So this is all your decision. These are things that you can take and embody in your life or not. That's the, that's the kind of crazy thing about life. There's no mandatory rules. You have decisions, you have choice. And that is the entire essence of being empowered because you are in charge of your life and your decisions and your happiness and your level of satisfaction. And so take charge because baby, this isn't a dress rehearsal. You don't get a second chance. This is the real deal. (sighs) Thank you guys for tuning in to Joyfully You podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe. And this podcast is sponsored by Impact Bars. Impact Bars is my favorite energy and protein and prebiotic bars because they support nonprofit organizations that support women empowerment. And so whenever you're buying Impact Bars, which are, by the way, totally delicious, and all of their ingredients are very transparent, I know exactly what's in each one of them, and I feel great after eating them, I know that they're also supporting nonprofit organizations, which is something that's totally in line with my vision for the world of empowering women to do the things they want to do, say the things they want to say, and have a voice. And so thank you for tuning in. If you guys like this episode, please share it, rate it, review it screenshot me on Instagram. I'd love to hear when you guys are listening and sharing my stuff. Um, It really lights me up because I have a vision to empower the world. I have an vision to help people fall in love with themselves and all of their unique beauty. And it only happens when we all empower ourselves together. So thank you. And I love you and have an incredible, beautiful, glorious day. Mm